0: see the beach and royalty free music name three better things in life bombs three better things mate go for it
1: i think the fourth better thing is me trying to sing this intro song so i'm gonna give it a try block your ears if you don't like good singing can you give me a count in month
0: yep you ready three two one people can People
1: can. All right, that was terrible. I'm gonna stop there, Marv. Save everyone and at least myself the embarrassment.
0: Yeah, no more. No, no more of that, please. We've got something that we haven't done in the first three episodes that we probably should have done. Is plug the social media and everything that goes with it. We want to. Remind everyone we're on Instagram. What's the handle for that, Vams? At Double Shot Connect. Give us a follow. And also give us a subscribe. I think can you subscribe to podcasts?
1: You can. You can follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts as well.
0: Beautiful, beautiful. Okay, so Vams, let's start this week. How was your sister's wedding? Did the dollar fifty you to cry more than your mum pay off for the punters for everyone who had a bet at home?
1: It did, mate. My mum actually did not cry at all. I was the one who only shed a few tears at the wedding. So, whoever put their dollar fifty on me and their faith in me, I I thank you for that because you would have got paid out and made a bit of money. Uh, in terms of the general day, mate, it was beautiful. Like just to see my sister get married and she's moving on to the next stage of her life. It was great to see and. I'd like to share this quick story on the day. I didn't know that this was going to be my role, but I was asked to be ring bearer. Ah, beautiful. So the celebrant called me up, or not onto the stage, but up to the front. And I was like, oh, this is my time to shine. So he's like, can you please bring the rings forward? So got up out of my chair, dusted myself off, walked the ring box up in my right hand, Towards the front. Did you drop it? I didn't drop it, but I opened the box so confidently with a big smile on my face, but I opened the box upside down. (laughs) But luckily the rings didn't fall out. But the funny thing was I just stood there and didn't correct the box. So luckily the groom on the day just grabbed it out of my hand and probably looked at me going, what the hell are you doing? But... Yeah, nothing bad happened, so that was good. So yeah, it was a beautiful day. Everyone enjoyed themselves and following on from that, it was interesting today because my sisters moved out and it's funny because sometimes it takes the real small things to actually notice some stuff. So I'll admit this, I wasn't helping doing the washing today. (laughs) No, you never (laughs) do. But I walked past the pile of washing and I noticed that there wasn't as many clothes there. So I thought this was an opportunity to go and ask my mum, oh, you know, there's not that many clothes in the pile. How do you feel? And surprisingly enough, she burst into tears. And I was just like, oh, shit, this is my fault for making her cry.
0: <laughs> so she didn't cry at the wedding when she cried because you made a heartless comment. <laughs> <laughs> but,
1: you know, in saying that, You know, it's true, small moments like that can make you realise certain things and in this instance, you know, not doing as much washing made my mum realise that, you know, my sister's, of course she's around, she's not that far away, but she's not living under the same roof. So speaking of big occasions and something meaningful, Marv, Mm -hmm. you and I appeared on the Inner City Hermits podcast on Tuesday and what an experience that was. Tell me how you felt appearing on that podcast.
0: Yeah, yeah, of course. So before we go into the appearing on the podcast, Nate, I know you didn't want me to speak too much about the wedding. I wasn't in, wasn't invited to the uh, second wedding because of the COVID restrictions. However, I asked for two simple things. I asked for pictures of your sister and her partner on the wedding day. Didn't get any. Got photos of you sniffing flowers. <laughs> and I asked. They stated the. the presidential suite at the Ritz Carlton, which is obviously not something you'd stay in every day. So I asked four times I think for the <laughs> video of the presidential suite. And what you had for lunch and all I got again was pictures of you flowers. So <laughs> that was an absolute stitch up. But um yeah, really good uh, opportunity on Tuesday afternoon appearing on Inner City Hermits podcast. Um what it's like to connect with someone successful like Mattson. Uh, Nathan and I like to give people nicknames. So, Nathan, do you want to, what nickname have we given Matson?
1: Yeah, so I'm sure everyone's aware of Matzo's Ginger Beer. Is that, quick question, is that
0: made in WA? It's made up in Broom, I think. Yeah, okay. So, yeah. Good to know. <laughs> Are you trying to get a sponsor for us? I still got no sponsors. So if anyone knows Matzo's Ginger Beer, Gauge Roads, anyone wants to jump on the podcast, help yourself and hit us up. Help yourself. I'm telling you, we're getting a few listeners as well, which is really positive positive.
1: oh, so positive. But yeah. yeah, so given that his name's Matson. The nickname that we've given him, deriving from Matzo's ginger beer, is
0: Matson's ginger beer. <laughs> <So> <laughs> Hope we, he's all right with that one. <laughs> so yeah, we appeared on Matson's ginger beer. Thanks, Nate. You're right. It's a lovely nickname. Sorry, if you don't like that one, Matson. You don't have many good beers up there in Queensland. He's from Brisbane, so um, yeah. So he was really, really nice guy. So how we appeared on his podcast is Nate actually reached out to him when we started recording the podcast. And he is someone that we kind of listened to and got a lot of inspiration from. He's pretty similar to us, a bit younger, really easy going, really chilled. And yeah, we just wanted to connect with like-minded people and appearing on that podcast, apart from Nate hogging the mic, because we had to share one mic with some technical difficulties from the get-go. So we had to share one mic. Nate's pushed me out with his little skinny arms <laughs> uh, of not only the camera view, but the microphone. on uh, hunched over to the corner there and um, yeah, wouldn't let me answer any questions either. So, <laughs> Oh, we'll see about that, mate. <laughs> but that's dropping next week, which is really good. And to be, do it so early on, amazing. How did you feel, Bimes, about the whole experience of appearing on um, Old Ginger Beer's uh, podcast?
1: Matson's Ginger Beer. Mattson's
0: Ginger Beer. We <laughs> love you, Mattson. Again, really appreciate you giving us an opportunity and a platform to express ourselves yeah so yeah how did you
1: feel about it mate yeah definitely before i go into it guys if you want to give him a listen inner city hermit he's on youtube and all the other platforms that we're on spotify apple Podcasts, etc so yeah as marvin said super grateful for uh, have us letting him let us be on the podcast like yep Yep. (sighs) just to give you guys a bit of context when he actually replied to my instagram dm my jaw just dropped and i was speechless like i was just like this is too good not to just text message Marvin this so you
0: called me didn't you
1: yeah (laughs) I called him during work I ran into the quiet room at work like a little schoolgirl and dialed Marvin's number and I was like man guess what happened inner city hermit just replied to my message he wants to link up and have us on his podcast and I was just I was literally blown away and Mm. going into it it was you know, the good nerves. It's like, wow, we're actually being interviewed on someone else's podcast. You know, he wants to know a bit about us. And when the time came to appearing on his podcast, mate, it just felt like he was our mate. Exactly. Like we, just, we just spoke so easily. Mm. He was such a genuine guy and it, it was just such a, I guess, a heartwarming experience to mm. say the least to ask questions and being able to express ourselves as to why are we doing the podcast he asked a bit about our travel stories and all that stuff and i think a point that you and you and i have discussed marv is that it it's kind of felt like tr- even though we haven't been able to travel during these times because of covid it, it it's felt like we've been able to travel like that's why i said like Matson. i feel like Matson's someone you know, we would have met in a hostel somewhere and as you previously mentioned we like to give people not in a malicious way just as an inside joke between you and I we like to give people nicknames when we meet them and yeah we would have given him the nickname Matson's Ginger Beer so yeah not only was it great to appear on his podcast but just to connect with someone who really and you'll find out when you guys listen to his podcast as well we have a lot of similar interests and there's a lot of similar reasons why we decided to start a a podcast in the first place. So, Mm. yeah, really grateful that he had us on. And talking about sort of meeting other people, yeah, and you don't sort of realize the value of something like Instagram can have until, you you know, when, when we approach someone, I'm not approaching someone as Nathan, I'm not approaching someone as Marvin, we're approaching someone as a podcast as as double shot connection and another cool opportunity was shout out to the boys from detroit from a hundred sports podcasts if you like all things american the sports. motor city the Motor City, yeah. If you like all things American sports, go and hit them up as well. And yeah, it was great to sort of have a back and forth conversation with them. They wanted feedback from us on their podcast. We obviously we like feedback, so we asked them for feedback. And yeah, it's just good to sort of really be on the same page and really sh- encourage each other and mm. spread that positivity. And you know, America's halfway across the world, and I've never been to Detroit. Didn't know much about it.
0: That's where M and M's from, I think.
1: Yeah, that's you're right there. That's something I do, know. <laughs> <laughs> Eight mile, represent. But, yeah, I've never connected with someone from Detroit before. So the fact that, you know, we're having a back-and-forth conversation and we're just really encouraging and pushing each other sure. to be better was, was
0: really great. Yeah. So And I think as well, Vams, you're talking about all that kind of um, – all that positive, uh, you know, energy and everything we've received in terms of uh, feedback from other people doing podcasts and whatnot – that kind of reverts back to a lot of people have asked us why did we start the podcast and you know what's the vision and all this kind of stuff what's the theme that's been a really common thing and i think do you agree in the sense that having a chat about it and everything that we started the podcast way before we're ready and we just kind of were like you know what we're going to start it now because it's a good opportunity if you don't start it now then when are you going to start it and you kind of just go with it and as you progress, you get a bit of a vision, you get a long-term plan. But, you know, we've grown so much, you know, on on episode one and episode 2 pausing and playing and all these kind of things. So do you think there's anything kind of like reverting back to that in your life that you've kind of started before you're ready and when it's worked out well maybe it's a good kind of positive omen for our... um, podcast moving
1: forward yeah definitely and before i go into that story it's Mm -hmm. a really interesting topic that you bring up not having having a vision at the start of your our journey and for us as you just touched upon the start of our journey was that we we really wanted to start a podcast but did we know what our true vision was
0: no, we didn't. Do we know it right
1: now? <laughs> no, we don't know it right now. But what we do know, Marv, is that we really enjoy having open and honest conversations, and we see value in sharing our feelings. and Hopefully, we encourage others to do the same because it's it's a really positive thing. Don't you agree?
0: Hundred percent. And in life, sometimes you don't know what you you know what your set vision and what your goals are, but you continue focusing on the you know the short term kind of the now you know for the now kind of you know that same um and then with doing that then that kind of sets you up for the longer term and everything like that so you know if you continue growing and i think the best thing that you know not to toot our own horns kind of (laughs) so to speak but we're always taking feedback from people you know people tell us you know certain things and it's yeah it's great and it's always helping us grow and it can be confusing in some respects because it's kind of like oh this or that or this or that but we yeah we take it and we yeah move forward and that kind of gives us the vision that yeah exactly honest open conversations on different topics and yeah anyway i'll let you go into your story i just chimed in there but yeah
1: yeah no that's great and as you said, open, honest and we definitely see the value in being vulnerable as well. There's not nothing wrong with that. You shouldn't feel like you're being judged for being open with your feelings because it's something that we do and as I said, we found a lot of value in it. So anyone who's listening who sees value in doing it, hopefully you see us do it and take some value for yourself as well. So sorry, man, I didn't answer your question. I was being a bit ignorant there. No, go
0: again. Not but
1: no. talking about what you said about starting something before you're ready I, I definitely can relate to that question and one personal experience was uh yeah towards the end of a uh, mid to end of 2018 i i started taking up the sport of boxing and i, I really enjoyed it i really warmed to it i was like oh, this is something i really it's not a chore i love training love getting smacked in the face (laughs) but yeah so you know we traveled in the end of summer was still training but you know traveling and all this stuff gets in the way and then came back from Sri Lanka obviously if you've listened to previous podcasts you'd know that it had an impact on us yeah (laughs) yeah just testing your listening skills guys (laughs) so yeah after coming back from that holiday I just had this and the idea was brewing sort of Early twenty nineteen in the earlier months, anyway, I was like, you know what, I I want to, I want to do a fight, yeah, yeah, and and you've heard me
0: you heard me talk about it a lot, yeah. I remember you saying in Sri Lanka, you know, this is kind of like your last holiday. He was smashing so much food. Bit of context: I'm about 10, 10 15 kilos heavier than him, and he was <laughs> eating twice the amount of food I was. He was like, "What are you doing, Marv? I thought you, you know could keep up." So. He definitely came back and he was really hungry and he mentioned that he's like, I'm going to commit to it and that entailed, you had a really short turnaround, didn't you? Yeah, it was. So I came back and
1: before I go into it, you always love mentioning the fact that you're 10, 15 kilos heavier than <laughs> It's me. all in the
0: arms. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but yeah, so I came back from Sri Lanka in April and I sort of did my research, I was like, you know, wins the next date? because if, if you have an end date you're going to commit to it 110 percent and you're going to put your role in but you know at that time I'd never really done any sort of intense sparring before I'd never really been hit in the face that hard and you know was my technique the best no I was still learning I was still taking classes and even at the time of my fight my technique wasn't the best but what I did do in that meantime was well, I put my best best efforts forward. I mean, I, the thing is I knew in the back of my mind, I knew that, you know what, I'm not perfect and there's things I need to work on and there's things I'm not going to master by the time of my fight. But even, even knowing that in the back of my mind, I still proceeded with it because sometimes you're not going to be entirely ready for something. 100%. but.
0: Are going to let it stop you?
1: No, because if you don't commit now, when are you going to commit? And mm. I, you, you probably hear me beat the drum with this saying all the time, but I love saying it and hindsight's a powerful thing. So mm. to expand on that, I am so glad that I committed to that last year because if I was like, oh, maybe if I wait a bit, and I get better and I might feel more comfortable that, you know, I might enjoy it a bit more. But mm. if I did that, then there would be no fight because yeah. of the circumstances now. Oh, definitely.
0: And when I talk about commitment, I remember Nath, we because we, you know, again, testing the listening skills we go on date nights very often. And he was not eating certain things and even like a glass of wine. We like to share a glass of wine every now and then. He wasn't even... Drinking I was literally drinking just water, and he was training while well, you were working full time. Yeah, working full
1: time, I was training before work, training after work, yeah. and the only time I had for you was a Sunday afternoon for about one hour. <laughs> and he was on the <laughs> of
0: milk flat whites because he didn't want the full
1: cream. <laughs> I, I had to maintain weight for the fight, but mm. yeah. In summary, sometimes and look, it's it's very circumstantial, so I can't be sitting here and saying, look, jump into it and. Yeah and hope for the best because no you take calculated risks at the same time you just don't you don't go into things blindly but mm. what i do want to finish off on is that sometimes if you really want to do something just try it and even if you don't make it to the final destination at least you've take one two three or four steps to yep. get there and even if you don't think you're ready you might be ready yeah. at the end of it once you've put yourself through it so that's my story, what about you, Mub? Has there been a time where you started something before you're fully ready to commit to it?
0: Yeah, that definitely has. Mums, well, you didn't really tell any, everyone about what happened. What was the, I know you, you're a winner no matter what happens, but did you win? Did you knock the other guy out? Or? Oh, mate, I won in my own mind, we'll leave it at that. TKO'd him, TKO'd in the second round. <laughs> 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 Just in case. Um, yeah, that was. Sorry, all jokes aside, Vimes I was really proud of you. I remember well, I was at the fight. It was at Optus Stadium, which is, again, opposite where we're sitting. We're back in Maylands today. We really like it in Maylands. I
1: mean... Yeah, we like a bit of a Maylands <laughs> yeah, chat. Yeah, it's
0: blue tonight, Opta Stadium. Um, so, yeah, I remember going to the fight and Nate was just... I was sitting next to Nate's mum who was crying because she was <gasps> Mate, like... she didn't even watch
1: the fight. I asked her, I was like, oh, how do you think I went? She's like, I didn't even watch it. She was just crying and she had... <sighs> Her face in her
0: hands the whole time. I was like, oh, cheers. Yeah, but no, the whole experience, I was just so proud of you. I remember I afterwards gave you a big cuddle and a hug and I was almost in tears. Very inspiring, what, man. Mate. What did you say to my mum? It was quite funny. Do you remember? Oh, uh, like, you know, he did get hit and whatnot, but he's still got a pretty face so he can provide good-looking <laughs> grandkids for you. <laughs> Good memory. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so for me, I guess for not having a set vision at the start, oh sorry, not having, starting before you're ready. Uh, for me, probably in my previous job, I had a really forward-thinking boss who was always kind of an ideas man. He really encouraged, this was the job in the mental health space um, that where I was running the programs, the sports programs, and he always encouraged me, me and other members of the team to come up with program ideas that really encourage you know, positive engagement for people with mental health. Because as we know, it's really important to, engage socially with everyone but more so people with mental health illnesses because it leads to that social isolation and all these kind of things and he really like uh, drove into me even if you have an idea or anything if it's not something that is ready to go give it a go if you give it a go then that allows the opportunity to you know you can fix it along the way it's better than not starting you can always think in your head I guess going back to your boxing you know you when would you start as you said if you started this year then you wouldn't be able to because with all the COVID stuff but you just you, you gave it a go and you started and then you got there and you won so yeah for him we started all these groups and we actually ended up running groups that linked into members of the community and all these different things really positive groups and really like innovative for just people with mental health illnesses and just in general so that gave us a really good Uh, springboard
1: too and just to touch on that as well something that we discussed the other day when we went for a run on thursday was just showing up there's there's a lot of that that goes into it as well like sometimes you don't feel like starting something but the largest part of getting there is just showing up yeah
0: definitely definitely and you know that's a lot of going back i know we mentioned a lot of the time is feedback from the people and and all these kind of different things and a lot of people do appreciate the fact that yeah you might not have a set vision um however we're we're doing this we're making ourselves vulnerable and that inspires a lot of people so that's really good and another bit of feedback that we have received from people is that um i mean um, people have said to us you know when are we going to expand between just the two of us people are sick and tired of hearing our monotone voices uh, and bringing someone new in so or someone you know kind of like a guest and after appearing on Matson's, what do you think do you reckon you'd like to go down that path moms yeah definitely i think it will
1: add another layer to our podcast we we want to Get, doesn't matter who we can get on but we want to hear other people's stories as well and not just not just ours and as you said appearing on Matson podcast definitely inspired us to want to take that next step and that goes to and it may help us progress to our what our ultimate vision might be for this podcast and we want to try and it's also learning a new skill like You and I really haven't interviewed other people before, so it will add add an interesting dynamic having three people on the podcast. So I'm definitely excited and looking forward to that chapter. And Mm. who do you think would be great as our first
0: guest? You asked me this question on Thursday (laughs) when we were going for our run and I was just thinking about it. We've talked about him three times, so we'll, and again, we'll talk about him today. So he's got a 100% strike rate on the podcast, and I think it's only fair that he gets the right of reply ripped into him for his lack of hygiene and uncleanliness. But what do you reckon my housemate Nathan, the other Nathan, do you reckon we give him a go? Yeah, I think... Nathan should sandwich you quite well we <laughs> have got a brown Nathan and a white Nathan and a yellow Marvin So that sounds it, like a, it's as multicultural as you can get exactly so yeah I think Nathan hopefully you're listening um If we can get you on at some stage, maybe. How's next week, Nate, if you're out there?
1: Yeah, contact his secretary,
0: www.nathan.com.au. I'll just ask him when I get home and see if he's free to do it. But, yeah, we'll give it a go next week and see um, how Nath goes. And talking about Nathan sloan and nathan varma we've got the battle of the small calves and you were telling me just before we started the podcast today how your calves are sore from our run the other day
1: yeah so we went we went for a 3k run around lake bonga on thursday and mate my calves are absolutely wrecked i don't know it's because they're just small and they don't work properly <laughs> or I actually tried my hardest and that's why they're sore. But, you know, it was a good run. We pushed ourselves to the limits and that's what all you can ask for on a Thursday night run. So, speaking of pushing yourself to your limits, I can see you sitting across from me, Marv, that you've got your
0: shirt off. <laughs> it's hot tonight, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
1: it's hot when it's five degrees Celsius outside. <laughs> <I> justify that. <laughs> but... I Yeah, you've got your shirt off, mate. So looking at your physique, tell me why you got into exercising.
0: Yeah, yeah. I think with going back to that smaller calves analogy, it's kind of a bit of a running theme. And I don't know if you've seen that movie. Have you seen that movie Karate Kid? I have. Wax on, wax wax off. off, Mr. Miyagi. Correct me if I'm wrong, but is that the movie where Mr. Miyagi says to the kid, if you smack your knee or is it your – no, not your knee, your shin –
1: Yeah, so conditioning, yeah, conditioning.
0: So, Nate, just a bit of advice: if you continue hurting your calves, you might actually get those little peas to grow to a (laughs) a tennis ball or something. Mate, how many times do I have to tell you? All right, I
1: have tried everything. I mate. For my boxing fight, I skipped every morning.
0: Skipping is good for your calves. They're the same size. I've just accepted the fact that they're not going to grow. All right, I'm going to do this. Right, I'm going to get a measuring tape next week and I'm going to measure what your calf size is and then we're going to compare it a month later. Anyway, health and wellness and all that kind of stuff. Yeah, so for me, wellness and health, physical health, has been a really um, big important part of my life for a long time now. So I think I started... Um, you know, from a young kid running around and climbing trees and all this kind of stuff, playing on playgrounds. But I guess there was a bit of, um, oh, maybe pressure is the right word, when towards the end of high school, You know, people start throwing a bit of tin around at the gym <laughs> and you're kind of like, oh, yeah, that looks really cool. I'd like to give that a go. So I signed up for a gym membership down at Scarborough PCYC uh, and I remember just going in there ri- originally and not really knowing what to do. So I just used to throw and play a bit of basketball in there. However, I used to see some of the guys in there, and I think there was a few like rugby boys that went in there and they were like massive. They used to leave such heavy weights. And back and when you're 16, 17, you're scrolling, you're like, oh, wow, that's so cool, that's so awesome. So I think I came back from levers at the end of year 12, and I was like, you know, I'd like to start doing that. I had no idea what I was doing. I just went onto Google and typed in like upper body and lower body three-day workout. Uh, and yeah, so it kind of started there. For me, I was like, originally I was like, oh, I just want to get really big and you know eat a lot of food and all this kind of stuff. I and mean, then there's a term it's called bro science: <laughs> eat meat, um, go to the beach, and lift heavy. So I, I started with that, and I was like, didn't really have, I guess, going back to that maybe starting before you're ready and not having a set vision. I kind of just went in there and whatever will be will be. But yeah, in the last kind of ten years that physical health I've realised how much it means to me and how important it is to me now I have like a whole again I don't want to sound like the guru or anything but like I exercise and I still lift weights I've got a lot better technique than maybe when I started Um, I love doing yoga I've really put that into my practice I've done a bit of boxing, definitely not as good as Nathan He rips into me and reckons like, I can't punch, which is probably true. <laughs> um, and, yeah, I love, as Nate says, Nathan and I go for a run around Lake Munger every Thursday. And, you know, if you're around Lake Munger on a Thursday, I come so hi. <laughs> we do a bit of sprinting on the grass there as well. We'd love to have a chat. Yeah, exactly. And I guess for me, it just does – it serves me so well. It serves me – like, it makes my head clear it makes me feel physically better. It just does all these things that, I don't know, like I don't know if there's another high like it, get all those endorphins released and whatnot. But, yeah, that's definitely something I really enjoy and something I look forward to. How about you, Nate? Is there any? What's your routine look like?
1: Yeah, so expanding on that, I think, I guess, health and wellness aside as well, routine is so important because it might be something that you look forward to at some point in your day and sometimes that might be enough to see you through if you've got a busy day at work and you're like far out there's so much to do but if you know Mm. you have that thing to look forward to then that's great so it could be anything really it doesn't
0: you you said that on Thursday as well didn't you know
1: yeah exactly and it doesn't have to be the gym it doesn't have to be boxing it doesn't have to. but you
0: find something you like exactly and try everything out again You don't know to, if you try. Yeah, you're exactly right. Exactly. Start with whatever. Just give it a go and see how you go. How about – what is your specific gym – well, not gym, sorry. Your specific, I guess, exercise routine look like?
1: Yeah. So touching on your bro science story as well, I actually I actually started the gym at a young age and went through the phases of, you know, trying to put on weight. How young? Oh, eighteen, seventeen, eighteen 18 17 18 as well trying to put on weight unfortunately it never went to my calves (laughs) willing to admit that you know you gotta admit you admit what doesn't work for you but i think and looking back on it as well there came a stage i think i was 21 22 i i gave up the gym i was like this lifestyle is not working for me i i think Maybe with you, you were probably more well balanced. But for me, I think I became too obsessive. I was like, mm. "Oh, I've got to look a certain way. Yeah, if definitely. I don't, if I don't look a certain way, then body,
0: know, body image is it, body image. It, In guys as well.
1: Yeah, you yeah. know, with guys as well. And not, I'm not trying to say I had body image issues because mm. I didn't, but I could see that if I kept going down this path, that it was starting to become unhealthy for me because I'm sure you guys know these buzzwords because the fitness industry is so popular at the moment, but you Mm -hmm. go through your phases of bulking and cutting and it's just unhealthy. It's like what I've come to realize now is that you have to enjoy life, enjoy the foods and just take it as it comes. So that's why... Have a balance. Yeah, have a balance. It's so important. And so I think, not unfortunately, but I do feel like experiences from those gym times I still carry with me today. Sometimes I still... Mm. Not that I need to worry, but sometimes I do worry what I look like when I I shouldn't need to be because it's like, well, I'm exercising – most days I'm eating healthy, other than the times when we smash a whole block of old gold cherry ripe.
0: Oh, how good is it? Shout out to Cadbury, we love a bit of cheddar Rife on a Saturday night. Fifty percent off at Woolworths this sleep as well. And in saying that, Vams, you know, you kind of reminded me. Do you remember that time for a few years there? we every time we caught up at the start of every catch, I'd be like, "Oh, how much you weigh?" You know, yeah. like, it's not even like, "How yeah. are you feeling? Are you feeling good mentally? Yeah, exactly. Are you feeling good physically? It's like, "Oh, how much you weigh? Yeah. Oh, I'm eighty kilos. Yeah. Oh man, I'm yeah, seventy so eight. And so are you
1: looking? big like yeah. how big are your arms and stuff and i guess yeah. it comes with maturity as well like yeah. as you get older i realize like who gives a shit how big oh, your arms it's are. how you feel it's how you feel mentally. physically and mentally so going on from that and answering your question my routine is you know i really love boxing and you know i like keeping fit um you know boxing gym shut at the moment so mm. i'm not not doing any boxing I haven't really bothered to get a punching bag or anything because I'm like what will be will be and when the time for the boxing gym is open I'll get back into it but I have been trying to keep fit and Mm. I'm sure he'll be listening to this shout out to David Anderson with a double S (laughs) for doing the outdoor circuit workouts with you mate it's much appreciated and it's helped me stay in shape and stay fit during these times and as i said before it's something that i look forward to it's a great way to start the day as you said marv massive endorphin rush and that's what gets you up and about or on the flip side if you do it at the end of the day it's like well you can release all your stress and energy that's built up for whatever reason that you've gone through with the day you can release that as well so i think to sort of conclude on that as well is that I personally through my experience is having that balance and not associating, you know, negative connotations with oh McDonald's is bad like yeah, <laughs> you know diet, you know, if you look at the diet facts like yeah, it's bad but you should be able to eat it if you want to just obviously in moderation and I think yeah, not sure. having those ne- negative body images mm. on yourself is it's really important be kind to yourself yeah exactly be kind and treat yourself whenever you want and you should be able to eat whatever you want in moderation and not not feel bad about it and that's something that I'm to be honest I'll put my hand up I'm still learning that sometimes I've eaten so I've eaten get chunky with you and I've gone home and I'm like man I think I ate too many cookies like I'm starting to look shit and then you know I slap myself in the face I'm like dude what are you worrying about like you're a beautiful man
0: small (laughs) carbs aside even small everything good looking man don't worry about
1: that yeah so I think and what about yourself Marv do you what what do you think about that whole relationship, even with guys and working out and food? Like, do you think that's definitely prevalent, or is that just oh, no. something that you kind of see, or is it more prevalent than we think?
0: Yeah, no, I, I think for sure there's a lot of like, and you know, obviously Nathan, and I can't really speak for females. We know there's a lot of body image issues amongst females and males out there. We're just giving that kind of guy perspective, and yeah, for sure, a lot of guys probably don't yeah look at that whole holistic kind of approach when it comes to it do they it's kind of yeah it's just the gym um and yeah that unhealthy kind of unhealthy balance with food as well yeah I think you're right you eat a balanced and in moderation for certain foods and certain exercises you get that in to it and then yeah it's really really positive and i guess i want to give you a bit of an example today as well about moderation i've never done one of these before but i've got some (laughs) i've got a friend and she reckons the juice cleanse you've really got to detoxes your body and she tried to sign me up for a three-day juice cleanse and i was like oh three days i don't know about that so what the juice cleanse entails is you have three juices a day and like a soup or something at night and I was like, oh, yeah, <laughs> I don't know, for three days. I might do it for one day. And I have kind of I was supposed to do it today and then give you a bit of feedback on it. It would have worked really well as well, giving you a bit of feedback on it on the podcast. However, we're an open, honest, and that's what we promote. And I will say that the idea of having a pizza on a Saturday night was too good. I am going to do the juice cleanse, but I'm going to do it next, maybe Tuesday or Wednesday when there's no pizza involved. And that kind of leads me... To, um, kind of something I do and I've had a tendency of doing and you know I'm not hard on myself for it but it's not following through sometimes on things and it is a bit of a bit of a pet peeve isn't it um,
1: yeah it is mate. I mean you know I guess when we set our mind to things we want to follow through so if we don't do it it, it does become a pet peeve so on that subject of pet peeves is there something is there some other pet peeves that you have other than not following through on things.
0: I think I can speak for both of us in general. This one really um, annoys me and I was having a chat with you about it once, but not replying, uh, sorry, not not replying. When, you know when you're chatting with someone and you're just messaging them and then they'll reply but with no question back and then it's kind of like a one-way conversation because you're continually messenger, messaging them and then they're not saying anything well, they reply, but it's just like one word like yes, yes and yeah. it's kind of like you have to drive the conversation 100% that's a pet peeve and also I, re- I think
1: <laughs> and can I just jump in for one second do you know how that makes me feel honestly makes me feel when people don't reciprocate when you're messaging I feel like getting up out of my seat and banging my head against the wall. <laughs> I don't care if I get a cut in my face.
0: We're just sensitive and want to want to be loved. I guess that's what it comes down to. Um, and also another pet peeve, I guess. <laughs> so I had Nathan around for dinner a couple of weeks ago on Thursday night. And we had a taco Thursday. Didn't want to rip into LeBron James's Taco Tuesday. And we got a few desserts. We got a caramel slice and a brownie. And <laughs> I just... It was going great. The tacos are great. And then Nath bites into his... You know what? He didn't even bite into his dessert. He was making these noises. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I've ever, ever in my life hurt anyone. How do you even slurp a bloody caramel slice?
1: I was trying to turn you on, mate. I was trying to seduce you. <laughs>
0: there's nothing to slurp. It's not like a frozen Coke <laughs> How about you? Do you have any pet peeves that kind of bug you? Um, there's... One that
1: comes to mind, and we'll go back to a bit of a travel story here. Do you remember in Vietnam, I mean, look, since that, that was at the end of 2018, start to 2019, so my, my, I guess, I don't know, my germophobia slash hygiene standards have dropped since then because I've had the experience of staying in more hostels and things like that, but... My pet peeve at that time was, we yeah, know is, where this is going. Yeah. You know where it's going, and I'm going to absolutely bloody blast you for this. <laughs> <laughs> but we bought the same travel towers. Shout out to Dock and Bay, microfiber. They dry really quickly. Oh, they're not
0: that good, mate. Don't shout
1: them out. They stink after a while. <laughs> but. So it was it was a really hot day and we'd been traveling uh, traveling about Ho Chi Minh City and stuff and we are both pretty sweaty so Marvin comes out of the shower and he doesn't look and he just grabs the first towel that's there and he bloody grabs my towel and starts cleaning his ass and wiping his private parts what have you and his whole body and I'm like whose towel is that and <laughs> And he's like, I don't know. And then I knew where I last placed my towel, so I was like, Oh, where'd you grab it from? He's up there. I was like, look at him, I was like, Man, that's my towel. And then, and then I just lost my shit. <laughs> I what I did was, I, I mean, I was nice enough to let him finish drying himself. I wouldn't deny him of that, but the I, ass has got to be dry. <laughs> <laughs> you got to be ready for the night with a dry ass. <laughs> 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 but... but
0: I still remember this. He just marches downstairs.
1: And we're about three floors up, so it was a bit bit of strain on my calves to run down. But, yeah, I marched downstairs and I ran to reception. I was like, how much is it to get my towel cleaned now so I get it for tomorrow morning? And he's like, oh... What's the currency in Vietnam The getting, dong, I mean. Yeah, the dong. Vietnamese me. dong. The Vietnamese dong. So he's like, oh, 40,000 dong. I was like, mate, I don't care how much it costs. Just get this towel clean. My mate just wiped his ass with it. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I don't think she knows what you were saying. But can I just say, I won't go into the details of it, but my friend here, Nath, was... Doing some a lot more disgusting things than that later in the trip. So definitely, um, yeah, don't yeah. throw stones at glass houses
1: and bombs. Oh, mate. All right, Martha Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> Loves to sort of preach on a, a Saturday night over here. But, I mean, look, I, I apologise for my actions because a year later in the Philippines, someone else, they know who they are because they're probably listening to this podcast. Use my towel after a shower, and I did not care one single bit. So, you know what? You learn and grow from certain situations. So, I'm sorry for overreacting, and I hope
0: you (laughs) accept my apology. I think that, when did that event occur? 2018, December, and what are we now? May 2020, so it's been... Sorry, I'm just quickly doing the maths. It's been one year, about 18 months. i had 18 months with that apology. I also want to apologise for stealing your towel. <laughs> and this all could have probably been resolved. We just paid the $1 they wanted. Um, we, were, we really wanted to leave the hostel life, so we didn't pay the $1 for the towel. Yeah, we're, off. we, were, we were reusing the same towel for who knows how long just so we didn't want to cop that $1. <laughs> oh, but, yeah, we're in laughing fits. I think it's been a good... Uh, Good little episode, and we've had a chat about a lot of things. And what do you reckon, Mom? do You reckon we should start wrapping it up?
1: Yeah, it's it's. I think it's about dinner time, mate. I'm getting super hungry, and yeah, just want to thank everyone who's tuned in so far. It's episode número cuatro. Do you know what that means, Mar?
0: Yeah, you've been do- I get it. You've been doing Spanish. So this, he <laughs> sorry, before we go, a quick one. This is another pet peeve. He's been doing Spanish lessons for three months, and he reckons he's bloody... (laughs) 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 He's a really famous Spanish... I don't know anyone who's famous, and he reckons he's a cast member of Money Heist or something. So he (laughs) says to me the other day, oh, man, if all this COVID stuff's over and we can go travelling, I can, like, when we go Central America, I can order us food and I can, like ask where the bathroom is i was like oh yeah cool like can you have like a general chat with everyone and he's like yeah 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 and i was like oh what can you say and he was like yeah i can order for a spoon you know what
1: for anyone who knows spanish out there I'm, i'm about to give you a it may or may not be a compliment i'll be interested to know what you think the translation is but it's a very simple sentence it goes like this Marvin S. Guapo. What do you think that means?
0: Well, my mind's on food right now and all I can think about is pizza and Guapo kind of sounds like guacamole. <laughs> isn't food related?
1: Oh, mate, you're completely wrong. It means Marvin is beautiful.
0: Oh, thanks, mate. I'm not paying for pizza. Shout so, but yeah, once again, thank you for listening. Um, I just want to, again, we haven't plugged in the first three episodes and we're appreciating all the love. And that's if you can follow us and subscribe on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, wherever you're listening to this pod- podcast on. If you can follow us on Instagram at
1: at Double Shot Connect. And guys, we love interaction. So if you have any suggestions, or if you want to banter with us, or anything, you just want to have a chat, we would love to reply to you want to guys appear on our
0: podcast, yeah
1: as we said we're looking to get on guests so if, if, if this is something that you're interested in and you want to have an open and honest chat and if there's a topic that we haven't covered that you personally want to talk about hit us up at on instagram and we would love to have you on this is just the start so thanks for listening guys and we'll catch you next week